The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. Welcome again to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. This part of the show is brought to you by Park to Go Value Valet. No hassles, no delays. That's a promise. And every so often, we like to invite David Yeskel onto the show. He's known as the cruise guru, and he recently took a Windstar cruise through the Panama Canal in Costa Rica. David's website is oceancruise.guru, or you can follow him on Twitter at Cruise Guru, and he joins us now. Hi, David. Hey, Randy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, always been interested in taking a Windstar cruise. So, what made you pick Windstar and this particular itinerary around Costa Rica and the Panama or and Panama and Panama Canal? Yeah, so, you know, I, I've known about Windstar for years. They primarily were known for their sailing ships, which they still have. But um, what I was interested in is there are there newer ships. So about two years ago, they acquired three ships from Seabourne Cruises. Now, as you know, Seabourne's a tip-top luxury operator. Mm-hmm. And um, these are not sailing ships. Uh, these are 212-passenger um what they call power yachts. So um, they refurbish these extensively and put them into service in their fleet. So they have their sailing ships and their three power yachts. And uh, the power yacht experience was really great, I have to tell you. Um, not only are the ships small, um, you know, 212 passenger, but the crew to passenger ratio is almost one to one. So they have a very luxurious feel aboard. They're 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 all suite accommodations. The small suite is is actually 277 square feet, which which as you know is kind of large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very luxurious, dual vanity marble baths, walk-in closets, large public rooms on the ships, and um, this is really a benefit of them buying this these ex seaborne ships and turning them in, into their brand, uh, and it really makes. It's kind of it was an expedition cruise, but with a luxurious twist. So it was an interesting combination. Uh, you can find the it's called the Adventures in Panama and Costa Rica on the Windstar website, windstarcruises.com. So if people want to follow yeah. along what we're talking about, they can do that. But uh, tell me what your uh, impressions were of um, the Panama Canal, because I always I always found it to be very interesting you know it was built over 100 years ago and still basically uses the same technology doesn't it it does it's amazing you know it's over 100 years old and these are the older locks and uh the passage through the canal on the ship is really it's almost a day-long passage uh, i've done this several times first time on a ship this small however so it was a little different perspective uh you get to see a little more around you the ship doesn't take up the whole lock like the larger mm, ship yeah but um, it's a fascinating passage, uh, and you know, almost a full day. Um, and there, the newer locks recently opened last year, the, so the ship didn't pass through those. But I got to take a look at those. Uh, they're much, they're larger, much more automated than the original locks, and uh, not as cool, actually. I think as as the original locks, which still function uh, pretty well today, over a hundred years later. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, obviously one of the highlights. What were some of the other highlights uh, over the ten days? So we, we, we spent a lot of time in calling at these kind of out-of-the-way, off-the-beaten-path destinations. So that was the beauty of Windstar's smaller ship. So in Costa Rica and Panama, they swap out the tenders for Zodiacs. 
and all of these ship-to-shore transfers for passengers are done on these Zodiacs, which maybe carry a maximum of about 15 to 18 passengers. And that enabled us to visit these destinations that would be inaccessible for larger ships, right? So these were Mm -hmm. destinations that didn't have docks or piers. So they'd land us. uh, A lot of these were what they call wet landings. They would land us on the beach. Uh, from, from these zodiacs, and uh, but it, it wasn't really roughing it because uh, <laughs> waiting for you on the beach was a, a windstar gazebo where they had towels to wipe the sand off your feet, drinks, <laughs> drinks and snacks. So it wasn't exactly roughing it, but we were able, able to visit some of these really off the beaten path destinations and these remote beaches and beautiful locations that uh, where we were the only ship in, you know, and there were only, like I say, about 200 passengers. So it was a much more intimate feel. And we really got to see these Costa Rican and Panamanian destinations that that few people do. Mm-hmm. So it was off the beaten path, but the path was pretty luxurious. Is what <laughs> exactly. The path was pretty luxurious. Yeah. yeah. And back on the ship, it was also, you know, so during the day, it was really expedition cruising. Uh, but on the ship, they had this, Windstar has this new affiliation with the James Beard Foundation. So they feature these James Beard Foundation chef's dishes on the menu every night. And there were these really gourmet dishes, really really sophisticated. Um, and I, mean, I liked one night they had this grilled filet of bronzino with olives, basil, and a tomato caponata, things like that, mm-hmm. um, that uh, they've really notched up their cuisine. So it's kind of this, this, this ethos on Windstar is kind of adventure by day, indulgence by night. Mm-hmm. And, and they really do go together. I wouldn't have thought it was possible, but, but they do go together well. Did you begin in Cologne? We began in Cologne, Panama. Yep. So uh, most passengers overnighted in Panama City. Since that was that's my where next question. Is. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Most passengers, and uh, they use a hotel, uh, the Hotel Bristol in Panama City, which is a very nice place to overnight. And then they took us via transfer the next day to Cologne, which, as you know, is on the Atlantic side mm-hmm. of Panama. And that's about a, you know less than an hour to get really across the country uh, um, on the highway that kind of parallels the isthmus. And um, we ended up in Puerto Caldera, Costa Rica, and um, spent the day after that in, in San Jose, um, which is a, also about an hour away, and that's good airlift into and out of San Jose. So so pretty easy transfers uh, in both directions, and the fact that it started, the cruise started in Panama and ended in Costa Rica, of course, gave us much more time in those destinations. So we were pretty much in a port a day. Um, and just had some great wildlife encounters, uh, really, in Costa Rica. You know, I'm, I know you've been there. The, the 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 Costa Ricans are just these great stewards of their public lands. And the national parks are just wonderful there. So we spent a day in Manuel Antonio National Park in Quepos mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. And the the biodiversity on display there and all around us was really just thrilling. The monkeys, sloths, raccoons all above, below, and around us uh, during our, you know, hours-long visit. And it just kind of typified the, you know, the Costa Rican, the Costa Rican adventure. Mm-hmm. This goes back to your point about uh, being able on a smaller ship to go to different destinations than the larger ships, right? Exactly, exactly right. So there, is a, there was a small dock in Kepos, but I don't think uh, it, it, it couldn't accommodate large cruise ships. So, yeah, it enabled us to get into these places that otherwise would be inaccessible. And it was certainly easier uh, traveling by, by ship than, of course, driving around the country and staying mm-hmm. in hotels. So, 
Um, they just let us know uh, the night before whether it was going to be a wet landing or a dry landing <laughs> so we could prepare appropriately and uh, and got up and got up and went. And, and they also had on, really nice on board. They had a Costa Rican naturalist who was on board for the whole cruise. Nice. So he, right, he gave us lectures, uh, showed us his photos of what to expect, what to look for, uh, gave us tips and tricks to use when we were ashore. So uh, that was a very valuable and a, and a very nice touch uh, on board Windstar. Now, when you talk about the wet landings, if I remember correctly on the seaborne ships, you uh, enter and or d- disembark from the back of the ship, right? Right, yeah. right, exactly. So they have this water sports platform that they mm. also put down. Uh, they call it the water sports platform and marina. So on, on days when it's calm, um, besides the Zodiac of the tender service, they put out all these water toys. And so there's a trampoline, there are kayaks, there's a slide they put out, um, there's snorkeling equipment they give you. So you can just play in the water <laughs> in, these, in these beautiful areas right off the back of the ship and, um, and get right back on easily. So that was another nice feature of these of these ex seaborne mm-hmm. ships, the water sports platform, and and Windstar makes great use of it now. You know, with this uh, this kind of new expedition cruising ethos that they have. So uh, we only have about a minute here, but any tips for people wanting to sail on Windstar or this particular cruise in general? Yeah, I would say look for these sailings. They do quite a few of these uh, during the winter and spring. Um, most of them are seven-day. I was on a slightly longer one, but most of them are seven-day, also between Cologne and Puerto, Calde- Puerto Caldera, or the reverse. And I, I just think with that this these, these Windstar ships are not these power yachts are not only the best kept secret in cruising right now, but mm-hmm. really the best value. So their pricing kind of starts at the level that you'd expect to pay on Celebrity or Holland America, you know, maybe for a premium cruise product. Mm-hmm. But it's a much more intimate experience, certainly. Well, I do love cruising through the Panama Canal. It is quite an experience, and I highly recommend that. And Costa Rica is always beautiful. So, uh, yeah, good combination there. You can find that cruise, the Adventures in Panama and Costa Rica, on the Windstar Cruise uh, website, windstarcruises.com. And you can find more about David Yesko, Cruise Guru, by following him on Twitter, at Cruise Guru, or his website, oceancruise.guru. Always a pleasure to chat, David. Same here, Randy. Good talking to you. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.